All right. Welcome. Welcome. Hello, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to Hair and Politics with Rashida Hassan, where we believe that hair is political, self-love is essential, and passing into law non-discriminatory policies, it is a non negotiable. Yes, this podcast demystifies the politics of hair and legislation as it is discussed with trailblazing leaders on the local, state, and federal level. So stay tuned and keep listening. We have some great stuff to share and talk about today on this podcast. So um, today's episode, we will focus on the political statement that Black hair has made um, during the times of civil rights. Uh, in the fight for freedom of speech and its significance in uh, the Black Panther movement, you know, as we've seen it. And so just talking about hair and just demystifying it and hearing some perspectives on why we show up to the movement, how we do. And so I'm super excited for today's episode. We've titled this episode, Hair is Political, My Hair Speaks. Okay, so look, if you believe that when you show up, your hair is speaking for you, as uh, Angela Davis' hair was speaking for her, as we've seen uh, Congresswoman Jackson Lee's crown speaking for her, look, stay tuned, keep watching, uh, because like I said, we have some great stuff uh, on today's episode. Without further ado, I am going to uh, introduce our lovely guest. We have an amazing guest joining us today who will share some perspectives on how hair is political and how she likes to show up to the movement. And so um, on today's episode, we have none other than the amazing, illustrious, okay, Alicia Garza, um, who is just a trailblazer at every level, okay? Miss Alicia believes that uh, Black communities deserve what all communities deserve, to be powerful in every aspect of their lives. She's an author, political strategist, an organizer. Look, and she loves cheeseburgers, okay, like me. Uh, Alicia founded the Black Futures Lab to make Black communities powerful in politics. Yes, y'all, powerful in politics. I know that there were so many people tuned in, interested in how to get involved in politics, and she's your girl, okay? She's the creator of hashtag, she's the co-creator, excuse me, of hashtag Black Lives Matter and the Black Lives Matter Global Network, and she serves as, as the strategist and partnership director for the National Domestic Workers Alliance and is the co-founder of Supermajority, a new home for women's activism. Alicia has become a powerful voice in the media and frequently contributes thoughtful opinion pieces and expert commentary on politics, race, and more to outlets. I mean, as we've heard, MSNBC, The New York Times, um, she has received numerous accolades and recognitions, including being on the cover of Times, 100 most influential people in the world's issue and being named to Bloomberg's 50 and Politico's 50 list. She is the author of the critically acclaimed book, The Purpose of Power, How We Come Together When We Fall Apart. And she warns you, hashtags don't start movements. People do. So it is without further ado that I bring on Miss Alicia Garza. Hello, hello, and welcome. Hey, how are you? you? I'm okay. How are you? 
I'm good. I am good. So look, if I left off anything, please, this is a moment. Share if you would like to add anything into that. Was that good? It was great. Thank you. <laughs> good. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and so before we actually jump into our conversation, I thought what better way, you know, to introduce you to our listeners than to form a connection. And so I want to hear from you, like what are we'll open up with the icebreaker, maybe two, just to kind of get to know you and share some things that maybe uh, we don't know or our listeners may not. And so to jump right on in, if you can share hmm, two adjectives that best describe your personality. Ooh. Um, two adjectives that describe my personality best are, um, <laughs> pessimistic optimist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell so me more. <laughs> I do see the world with a lot of possibilities, but I also see it, um, as it is. Mm. Um, so I do have hope for the future, but, um, I struggle, I struggle mm -hmm. with the, um, the impediments and the barriers to getting there. Oh, <laughs> and the other way I would describe my personality is, um, I like to kiki. Really? <laughs> so what makes you kiki? You know, um, Lots of things. I like some good tea. I like to spill good tea. And um, I like to listen to tea. I'd like to sip tea, as they say. Um, but I also like to just clown around. Um, my favorite thing to do is get a good belly laugh at least twice a week. So if you catch me on the right day, you might catch me clowning. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. Look, with everything that's going on in the world, that's the only way to be is just get that good belly laugh, okay? Because sometimes you need that. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so that's good. Thank you so much for sharing that. So um, I like sipping tea too. You know, in D.C., there's this thing called having coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker. I like to sip on other tea. Oh, you love a coffee? I do love a coffee. Black, though. No sugar, no cream. No sugar. Oh, so you like it straight up. I do. Okay. Okay. This is good. This is good. Okay. And so um, I have another icebreaker. So this is going to be a trivia question. Ooh. So mm, it's going to be so good. Um, and this is a little snippet of how I met Miss Alicia. I actually attended the uh, March on Washington and DC. This was on August the 28th. And I could not miss the opportunity of introducing myself and just like being just introducing myself to you. And I was like, oh, my gosh, no, I have to go and meet her. I have to meet her. And so I want to know if you remember how you showed up to the movement. Oh, how did um, you wear your hair to the movement? How I showed up that day? Yes. Well, how was um, your hair? Yes, I do. Um Let's see. I am pretty sure that, um, uh huh. I'm pretty sure I had my little twists in. Um, did I? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Is that your final answer? Wait, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, is that my final? No, it's not my final answer. Was I doing my twist or was I doing braids? Okay, five seconds, five seconds, five, four. I think I had some braids in. Braids. I think I had some braids in. I think I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I was like, well, please don't let me get this wrong, okay? I know. I was like, I pay attention to these things, too. So I was like, I'm slipping. Okay. Cool. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, she started, she showed up to the movement with her uh, protective style, definitely had your braids in. They looked amazing. And she had them tossed over, some tossed mm -hmm. over to the side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we all see you a uh, hair and politics shirt. Yes. Thank you for getting that answer right on how you showed up to the movement. But that's exactly... <laughs> That's exactly what today's episode is all about. Um, just how we show up to the movements, why people throughout history um, showed up. You know, we've seen uh, Angela Davis who rocked the Afro during that time where, you know, that was something that can be seen as something politically resistant. You know, you resisted. And so you wanted to show that and demonstrate that throughout how you showed up, you know, whether it's in a movement, whether it's, you know, at a sit in. And so she was very powerful in that regard. And so, my questions are geared towards that. And so I'm, I'm interested in hearing how has your past experience shaped how you like to show up for the movement or maybe wear your hair on a day-to-day -day basis? Mm. Um, these are good questions. Um, so first of all, I need something that is simple and it doesn't need me to fuss with it. And it's going to look the same when I wake up as it is when I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> Oh, that's good. <laughs> you know, that's um, so good. <laughs> yeah, like one of the reasons I love braids is that it's just done already, and you can do stuff to it, but it's done already. You wake up like that, you go to sleep like that. It just needs a little oil. You know what I mean? It just needs and to be on the that's, that's it. Yeah, and it's gonna look consistent, mm -hmm. and you can um, throw them back if you need to, or you can bring them forward and let them hang. You know, so you can glam it up or run it down a little bit if you need to. Um, but also I just don't like messing with my hair. And honestly, nothing drives me more bananas. Like I, makeup is enough for me. <laughs> so I, I spend about 20 minutes on a face. Okay. And that is the investment I'm willing to make. That's it. Listen, that, I can that's do all. 20 minutes on the face and then got to do 20 minutes on hair. Like I can't. And I used to, I used to press it, you know, I used to blow dry it and then curl it. And then, you know, by the end of the day, you still look a mess. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that's so real. And so it was so funny because I tried to show up at that barge with my hair flat iron and it didn't, yeah, it didn't work out for me. And I'm natural, so it's like, sis, what? No, no. I mean, you looked cute. You were killing it. And it was hot. It was real hot and it was muggy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that's good. Thank you for sharing that. So you said you want to, it sounds like you look for hairstyles that have ease to it. Something that you can, like you said, wake up, you look the same and you go to bed and you look the same. That's so real. And so I guess I'm wanting to hear more from you about 
um, how you, or maybe the, in your opinion, what political statement has black hair made um, throughout history and specifically during the time of that like Black Panther era and how, you know, we've seen the Afros, just the different hairstyles. So mm -hmm. if you want to go ahead and. Yeah, I mean, I think there's been a return to um, wearing your natural hair. And I'll just give a quick example. I mean, for myself, I um, my hair was natural probably until I was about seven or eight. And then my mom got tired of doing it. So she relaxed it. And I remember I would be up on the kitchen counter, you know what I mean? Because I was still <laughs> kind of tiny. I had my head in the sink. And she oh, put my yeah. stuff on. And it was a mess, honey. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, all that, right? And then she would take that hot comb and burn me all up in the kitchen. You know, yes, and the grease with that grease and then the hot comb. Yeah. You know, and it just you, you're getting second and third degree burns, right? And yeah, we did that for a long time. And then I went natural when I went to college, and mm -hmm. a lot of that had to do with, um, you know, not wanting to. Ha feel like I had to adopt beauty standards that weren't mine. Now, with that being said, our people, um, even coming out of that era of like wearing naturals, I mean, you can go, you can swing on the pendulum of extremes, right? There was a way, I think, where, um, you know, at that time, there was a debate around authenticity, right? Mm -hmm. So, if you were rocking a perm, then you were less authentic right. than if you were rocking an Afro. And what I like about this moment, um, you know, in history is that we've embraced all of it and said, you know, what's, what's amazing about Black people is we can do anything, be anyone that we are trying to be at any given moment. So I have a meme that I posted the other day that was this meme that said, um, um, how your white coworkers act when your hair grew 18 inches overnight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's me. And that's black folks. Like I could be blonde today. I could be rocking braids tomorrow. Um, I could be doing my natural with my swoops. You know what I mean? My swoops and my switches. Yes. 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 You know? okay. And that's just the beauty of us. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think, um, what is powerful about hair and politics is that I, I think it also shows progression in mm -hmm. what we um, allow for as acceptable. And it also shows an expansion, I think, of um, um, what Blackness can be for us. Wow. Which can be many different things, you know, and it's your prerogative because like you said, you can show up with braids today and I want my hair flat iron tomorrow. And so that's just what it is for me. Um, and so that's so real. And I, you know, hear and see, I think for me, you know, even being on the hill, kind of going through this stage where I'm like, I don't know if I want to have my hair straight today and that's just my look or if I want to have my hair braided up like the Senegalese twist, because that's my thing too, you know, that's my style, if I want to have a protective style. And so, I don't know, I just kind of went back and forth between those two. And so I want to know, like, have you, do you have like a look that you go, that you lean towards when you are being represented um, publicly, like that people can say, when I see Miss Alicia, I know that she's always going to rock her braids or she's always going to have this look because that's her look like. So have you arrived to a place where you have like a look 
I have a few. Okay. I okay. Few, I have a few looks. So, of course, we're doing blonde today. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing blonde the last few weeks of different shades. And I'm just into it right now. Um, okay. So that's been fun. And, um, but my braids are my signature. And I love them. Um, and I love a braid with a cowrie shell or like a gold wire. Um, that Ooh. is what I think I'm known. I think I'm known for adorning my braids. That's my look. And um, a poppin' lip. A poppin' lip. So like like a red or like a... Yeah, yeah. Like this one I'm wearing right now is NARS and it's um, called Intrigue. And it's kind of like a reddish orange, which I'm really into. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Same. But this is not the, it's not NARS, though. And I don't know if it comes off like a reddish orange. I feel like this Yours does, though. Yours does. Is it matte? It's matte, right? It's matte. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that one. Mine's is not showing up as yours is showing up. But I feel like. No, it's looking cute. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, so this is so great. Um, <clears throat> so it sounds like you have different looks that you like to um, show up as. You know, you can rock the braids. You can, you know, rock the blonde right now. Mm-hmm. And so this is really good. And so I, I asked the question because I know that there are, you know, young people interested in getting involved in the political process or just even being in politics in general. And so oftentimes you see people that they show up the same way every single time. And so I'm hearing from you that, look, some days I'm showing up as blonde and other days I'm showing up with braids. It's just what I want to do. And so just being authentically who you are um, in that moment and accepting and appreciating that is what I, I hear you. Is that the gist of what you are saying? That is it. And honestly, you know, um, the work is hard Mm -hmm. and I like to put myself in what makes me feel good Mm -hmm. so that I can do the work. Um, so if that means that I need to go natural that day, then that's what that means. Cause that's what it's going to take to help get me through the day. If that means I need to throw on a pump or a heel, that's what it's going to take to get me through that day. If I need to do a red lip and a winged eyeliner, which is also my signature. And that's what I'm going to do to get through. Um, Whatever it is, hard work can be made easier by feeling good in your own skin. So Mm, that is so good. I feel like you just look red. Went to my next question. (laughs) This is good. Wow. So feeling good in your own skin. Now that is powerful in and of itself because you know, um, on social media, there are so many things that kind of pull you away from like yeah. who you want to be and who you really are yeah. um, to get you through the day or just get you through like that moment. And so I, my question for you would be, and this is on an inspirational tip, um, you know, as someone who is a, a brown skinned woman who, you know, exudes the confidence and that respect showing up as you do um, in different places. So what advice would you share maybe with your high school self? or um, a student or adult listening that's learning to love those areas, those natural features, like their hair and their skin. So what advice would you give to those? Um, Well, a few things. Number one, take care of it. Mm. Take care of it. So um, I, for example, 
um, my mom who passed away a few years ago, she didn't stop relaxing her hair until probably like in her late fifties, early sixties. So imagine how wow. many years she'd been permeating yeah. her. <clears throat> and by the time she like stopped doing it, it was just kind of like falling out anyway. Yeah. So, you know, take care of it. Um, take care of your skin, you know, drink a lot of water, hydrate, moisturize, do all those things. Don't pick. I have like scars from picking and my mom used to be like, don't pick. And I'd be like, it's fine. Cause at the time, right. It would right. go away. Cause it would, you know, your skin regenerates and does all that stuff. But just as you get older, it just, it don't go away. So take care of it now it's gonna pay off for you later everybody love angela bassett honey but i'm gonna tell you what she's been taking care of her stuff <laughs> she's been taking care of her stuff. easier said than done like let's yeah, honey she know father time ain't no joke um so i'll just say take care of it um also yeah get to know it and love on it i feel mm -hmm. like um i used to do a lot of things to my hair to my skin to my body that i thought um yeah that i think were really rooted in like not loving my body and my mm. hair and my skin so um take the time to get to know what your skin and your body needs to feel good um I used to not do moisturizer, for example, because I have really like I have combination skin. So I get oily in the T-zones and then dry mm -hmm. here. So then I just wouldn't wear moisturizer. Um, no, girl, just wear the right moisturizer that allows you to like balance it out. Note it, <laughs> note it, note it. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of afraid. Um, also, um, find a piece um of like a wardrobe or a thing that just makes you feel good just by having it on mm. you know like right now that piece for me is my oversized jean jacket i love it it makes me feel comfortable i take it everywhere and when i have it i know like i'm gonna be okay right mm -hmm. so have something like that and then my last little piece of advice to my younger self would be don't sweat the small stuff so much Tell me more. Well, I remember like coming up, I used to feel like, I used to feel like I was wrong, mm -hmm. right? Like my body wasn't the right shape. I felt like I was fat. I look at pictures of myself now at those times when I yeah. thought I was like humongous. And I was like, girl, you were like, my head looked big because I was so skinny. <laughs> you know what I mean? I and now that I actually have curves and like mm -hmm. actually have breasts and all those things, I'm like, <laughs> I would give anything. You know? oh, that's <laughs> so I'm just saying like, you know, it takes a lot to like really love on yourself, mm -hmm. but the investment is worth it. And some of the things that you stress on as a young person they're just not going to matter to you later. They're mm. just not. Um, so try to figure out and spend time figuring out what really matters so that you can put your energy, your time and attention there. 
Oh, that's good. Okay. Okay. So this is great. So take care of the skin that you are in. So I heard that. Um, and then find a piece of with the clothing. I don't know if it's a, a piece of jewelry or whatever you like that makes you feel good um, on a day to day. And then it sounds like investing yourself. Yep. Um, okay. And don't sweat the small stuff. See, that's easy. I feel like it's easier said than done because <laughs> like young people, we have this thing where it's like, okay, I want to <laughs> prime example. I want to be respectful because she's older and I don't want to tell her what it is. Mm -hmm. Then again, I want to not get bullied. You, you get what I'm saying? So you I say, do don't sweat the small stuff. And so I feel like when you are navigating these spaces and you do like reach moments where you're learning just how to navigate different situations, it's like, how do I, where do I lean in? How much do I lean in into this? But that's another topic for another day. Um, so this is great. Uh, and my next question for you is, what advice would you share um, to someone that's learning to discover their movement look? So like, hey, these young people are, that are getting involved in uh, just the political arena and, you know, they're wanting to arrive and show up at their best. What advice would you give to them as they are discovering what that looks like? <clears throat> um, hmm. That's a good question. You know, I used to really have like an issue about wanting to wear whatever I wanted to wear, wherever I wanted to wear it. And I felt like I was rebelling against like professional culture, mm -hmm. which felt super stuffy to me. Now I realize um, I want to wear whatever I need to wear to get the job done. So if what I'm wearing is like too distracting to get what I need done done, then I'm willing to do something different. Um, it's really not that deep, right? Um, if it makes the OG more comfortable that um, I'm not wearing my ND NWA t-shirt, <laughs> um, then that's fine, right? That's fine. And it's, it's not a sacrifice. It's really about knowing your environment and um, blending in a little bit. Um, wow, that's really good. No, that, thank you for sharing that. Um, so blending in, you know, making the appropriate adjustments for the environments that you are walking into. And then, like you said, continue to invest in yourself. So um, I guess my wild card and my last question before we wrap up for today is that, um, hmm, Mm -hmm. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. So, <laughs> well, we know next year, uh, November 8th, 2022, we have the uh, elections coming up. And so, my wild card question is would you come on again and give, you know, young people advice or even insight on where to show up to vote or maybe local get out the vote uh, rallies that may be happening that? Uh, the Black Futures Lab may be uh, organizing and putting on. Is that something that you will be willing to share? I would love to. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, thank you so very much for thank joining Hair in Politics um, on this episode uh, that Hair is Political, My Hair Speaks. Um, we heard on today's show that, and I know you have to, uh, you have a hard stop, so I'm just going to wrap up with you. Yeah. 
Okay. Thank you. Like I said, thank you so much for joining us, Miss Alicia Garza. If you are interested um, in getting involved or even knowing more about um, what she does in, in her organization, it's called the Black futureslab.org. We're on there. They're talking about reconciliation. If you don't know what that is, they are demystifying it. Look, they are letting people know in plain language, you know, what's going on. And so that's so important because oftentimes we just find these big words and we are turned off by, you know, what's really going on in society. So I would encourage all of the listeners to go visit the Black Futures or blackfutureslab.org um, to learn more. They even have information about the COVID-19. Um, just keeping everybody educated because there's so much misinformation going on. And so just to have a central location where you can get the information that is not tainted, that says everything. So thank you so much again for watching and stay tuned to the next episode, Hair and Politics with Rashida Hassan. We believe that hair is political, self-love is essential, and passing into law, non-discriminatory policies. It is a non-negotiable.